Ladies and gentlemen, it is Thursday, September the 8th, 2022. It's another Technical Alpha podcast. Glad you could join us today. Hopefully you're having a good one. And hopefully you had a good week since you saw us last. Got a great show lined up for you today as always. Uh, although, uh, although movie and TV news scarce right now. I looked desperately. I pulled up Screen Rant for the first time in months. Shit got real, and I still couldn't find anything. So we're gonna we're gonna have a dry a dry back half. But you never know. We've we've come up with ways of filling in the past. Either way, once again, if it's your first time joining us, welcome. Thank you for joining us today. Whether you're here live, uh, or you're watching us on YouTube, or listening to us on the RSS feeds out there in iTunes and Spotify and everywhere else. Assuming the show ever made it there, I have to like instinctually now check every week because i can't trust our freaking <laughs> our freaking uh distributor uh anymore at this point i have to keep uh, on top of it but uh either way thank you and welcome if it is your first time movies games tv and this week uh the queen she passed away like an hour ago that happened uh end of an era uh and uh, the beginning of a podcast but before we get started, Mr. Bly, most important question of the week. How was your week? Uh, it was fine. Great. Uh, another week, getting kind of busy. Um, got, real estate. You know, the real estate stuff's going on. and uh, Pictures of stocks going up. Yeah, Suits. Just, uh... <laughs> Ties. <laughs> <laughs> Business cards. Oh, shit. Uh... <laughs> Uh, just one sec here. Um, yeah, no, it was a uh, it was a good week. Um, uh, busy, busy's good though. Uh, I went out and bit. I got. Uh oh, uh oh, something's getting picked up off the ground. It's happened. Oh I got no! One. I got it happened. One. You caved got and got one. a Series X. Now the only reason why I got it is well I'm doing a sponsored thing later this month and it's it's for Xbox. Oh, uh, okay. So I need to I need to get have one, one. to actually do it. So <laughs> gave me a reason to get it and I've been kind of you know um kind of wanting to dabble with this Game Pass shit anyway. So True. I know you don't need I don't know you don't need a Xbox for it, but um well some stuff is console only, some stuff is PC only, uh, and I think really Game Pass like is at its peak. On the console for sure, because yeah. I mean the, the the especially the series S, the value of getting a series S plus Game Pass is fucking nutty. So yeah, well that's interesting. Can you talk about what the the event is yet, or is um, that still under wraps? Yeah, I think it's. I, I will once once um the the contract signed. Oh okay. Uh, and then after that, by this time next week, you'll you'll know what's oh, up. Okay. It's, it's um, yeah, it's a it's um, it's a it's a shooter. It's a shooter oh, okay. game. So okay. Anyway. I'm Excellent. That. Yep. Awesome. Awesome. I like I too would like to have one uh specifically for like M with Game Pass cuz she's always like, you know, once in a while she'll just want to play something uh and she's not like so dedicated that she's going to necessarily always play through a game. So Game Pass is fucking perfect. There's a ton of indie titles, there's a lot of like uh games that would kind of be up her alley uh and don't cost money. As long as you're on Game Pass and only paying the twenty dollars a month or whatever the fuck, and so that's uh, that's definitely been on my radar as well. I um, 
I, uh, I admittedly have been holding out for a refresh of the Series X that has a bigger than one terabyte hard drive. That's basically the only reason I haven't gone out and bought one yet. Uh, I'm just waiting for like that two terabyte bad boy to drop because the, uh, the expansion cards for that bitch, huh? Cost much the damn console. Crazy. Hmm. Uh, but, uh, nevertheless, yeah, I'll, I'll eventually, for the same reason, because I, I have Game Pass, it's on my PC, I'd have it for the console, put one in the living room, one down here on the, on the PC, and, and, uh, off to the races you go, so, yeah. Well, I, I, I wait with, uh, with, uh, with bated breath for what, uh, what this next week's, uh, uh, event thingy will be. Uh, but, uh, that's good to hear. I also have seen some relatively successful poker, uh, runs this week. Uh, no, I don't think any firsts, but a couple of second places I think I saw crossing my timeline. So yeah. not a bad, not a bad couple of, uh, runs. Yeah, not a, yeah, not a bad couple of runs. I've, I'm, I've lost the last two sessions, but, uh, overall it's been a good, been a good, uh, the, the line is going months. up. It's, yeah, it's going up. That's stonks the important rising. thing. The stonks, business. stonks, business. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's wonderful. Uh, that's good. Uh, but you got put out in the last couple. Were they like real, like, unfortunate fucking, like, oh, the course. usual bullshit? Like yeah, it's always like okay. that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Can't beat the numbers, Mr. Black. They always come back around eventually. Mm. It happens. Uh, this way, well, you can't beat the numbers. I can't beat my subfloor. So this week, <laughs> no, the subfloor is fine. I just like, I should, I should, shouldn't get too crazy about it. There's just one little, so when we poured this last thing in the, in the master bedroom last week, that turned out wonderfully. It's fucking magnificent. When you walk across the floor now, you don't feel like you're drunk. It's great. It's a great improvement from last week. Uh, there's just one spot. We had like half a bucket left of the floor filler or floor leveler. And we knew there was one spot in the floor that was really bad because the exterior wall, like I mentioned before, is like way fucking above the middle of the room. And dad was like, well, why don't we just fucking like run a line right here and then it will take some of it out. Not all of it, but some of it. And I was like, ah, yeah, okay, sure. Unfortunately, uh, it settled like it, it, it paradoxically settled not on the level at all and raised it and now it's it solved one problem and created another so uh but it's not like the end of the world it's just we're we just have to buy some rotary disc for the rotary sander and we're just gonna fucking grind that it's gonna take a while it's concrete it ain't gonna be a five minute fix no but it's not like you can't it's not that we can't fix it it's just gonna take a while it's gonna be like four or five different dust masks fucking just sitting on the ground and me for like probably an hour and a half and eventually it will be uh, it'll be fine but the rest of the room is great and thankfully no more fucking floor leveling uh and uh and other things have uh, have moved on we bought the railing system we had to go driving around the city to find it because apparently everyone bought this railing system at the exact same fucking time for out back for the entry because uh, the current entry is like original wood and if you sneezed on it it would fall off and so we uh, needed to get rid of that, and so uh, we started looking for, for those things and, uh, and a railing system to go down, because that's code. There was never a railing on the inside of those stairs, uh, so we're going to have to put one. And uh, Dad painted the door out back, so it, it no longer looks like, uh, like a crack house door. That's good. Amazing, amazing what a paint job does to a door. Like, that door was, like, the oh, original, yeah. like, green, and it was, like, kind of faded and fucked. Uh, the door itself was structurally fine. Paint job? 
Brand new door. It's like when you first look at an exterior door and it's like that, you're like, oh, I should probably just replace the whole fucking thing. $700, $800 door replacement. Dad was like, nah, fuck that shit. Can of paint. Get the new, get a new fucking skirt on the bottom of that bitch. New weather stripping. Bada bing, bada boom. Brand new. I was like, oh, thank God. Looks good. So we got that done as well. And I've been doing a lot of uh, outside work now that the temperatures are lower. I wouldn't say cold, but lower and not as humid as it has been. And uh, so I've been uh, removing a bunch of the stuff that they had in the front yard. They had uh, like a huge burning bush. Just fucking monstrous. And it was in the worst place I could put, like, to think. It, like, just blocked the front door. It did serve no purpose. It hadn't been kept in a long time. It was probably used to be, like, trimmed back a lot better, but it's been, like, let loose for so long. So I got that out yesterday and dug that root system out of the ground, which was great because the roots went, like, half the fucking yard. Uh, and so I, I tore all that out. There was a red ant's nest underneath of it. That was also fun. Uh, but, uh, thankfully I didn't get swarmed or anything. I did soak the fuck out of those bitches, though. Tore that bitch out the ground, got the ant thing, and I was like, ah! Soaked the ground, put everything back on, and took the shovel, fucking hammered that shit a few times, called their day. And we took out a, some sort of, uh, like, dad called it like an Alberta spruce or some shit. Anyway, it was the thickest fucking evergreen I've ever put hands on in my life, and the needles were sharper than fucking knives. And so, uh, it was right up against the house, too. And so there was a section I was like, oh god, if we cut this bitch down, the siding might be a different color from the rest of the fucking house. And I was like, please no. I can't- they don't make this siding anymore. I can't just go out and fucking replace this shit. <laughs> please don't do it to me. But I know I had to get rid of it, because it was- it was fucking the house up. So I was like, alright, well... Okay, so dad and I, dad left his chainsaw, unfortunately, down in the family home, so we had, we had one of those bow saws, and the trunk on this fucking tree, it was not very tall, it was maybe an eight-foot tree, but the trunk was, like, fucking this big, and, and we didn't know it until I cut, like, the, the limbs back, because it was one of those trees that's that thick, you can't see shit behind it. I cut it out 30 years worth of pine needles at the bottom, like, literal, like, a foot, I dug, took the shovel, I dug all those fucking pine needles out, I saw the trunk, and I was like, Ah! Shit! Uh, that's really huge! I don't know if we can get this, like, the bow, it was deeper than the bow saw. So Dad and I, one on the other, one on the other side, like a fucking pair of lumberjacks with this, but it was only like a fucking two foot long bow saw, got through, had to cut on all four sides of this fucking thing, it was like an hour. We were drenched in sweat, dying out in the fucking front yard, and then eventually I got the axe, and I just started baseball swinging. Just fucking just giving her as hard as I fucking could while dad was pulling on the tree to try and like get it to fall over. Eventually we got it uh, and uh, and got her out of there. Then we had to pull it up to the woods and I was like, oh, just get a rope. Tie her around the end. We'll just drag that bitch up the hill. Dad was like, I don't know if we're going to be able to fucking do that, but okay. He gets the rope, ties around. We got as far as the top of the driveway and dad said, not happening. (laughs) We're cutting this bitch up. So... We did. We got her out of there. And so just lots of outdoor stuff this week and some indoor stuff. But we are uh, a couple days away from painting ceiling. We bought the ceiling paint. And uh, so we'll be uh, we'll be starting that, which is the dawn of the new era, which means, you know, as soon as we get the painting and stuff done, it's uh, the final corner is turned. Got to put a couple of pot lights in, but that's pretty easy. And and Bob's your uncle. So things are going well on that front. Nice. Uh, otherwise... It's another week. Now it's time to talk about some video games. Mr. Black, are you ready to talk about some video games? I'm ready. You missed them last week, I know. You you lost sleep over not being here for last week, so I'll try and make it up for you on this one. 
after a particularly rough week for 343 Industries, Mr. Black. Following their bumblefuck of a developer update, where they, uh, I know, and you weren't here for this last week, but uh, you might have, I don't know if you saw anything, I've been bitching about it on Twitter for a couple, couple of tweets, where they literally delayed the entire season, third season, into March of 2023, making season two a 10-month-long season. Which is the longest season in live service gaming history. Amongst other things, like canceling couch co-op entirely. No longer going to be put in the game. Uh, and uh, and uh, a myriad of other things. So anyway, they had a really rough week. People have been shitting on them all week, myself included. And rightfully so, because 343 Industries Management, absolute dog shit. Uh, so after their particularly tough week, uh, users had already found a way... Albeit scuffed, after they announced that Couch Co-op was no longer going to be instated, players, it only took them like five days, I don't even think it was five days, players already found out a way how to enable Couch Co-op on a fucking original, big thick boy, Xbox One. Because that's what they were talking about, like, oh, you know, it's so hard to get co-op in an open world on the original Xbox, and it's a lot of resources, and we gotta, like, dump this into other parts of the development, blah, 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 blah. Days later, people literally just hacked the fucking menu and had it working two-player on a fucking original Xbox One. With some caveats, like the time of day between the two screens uh, was different. And some low texture oddities, but in general, worked. Nothing broke. No checkpoints, no anything like that. Fucking broke. Uh, and so now people are wondering, you know, why in the fuck can you not just make this happen? I they don't understand. Uh, after years of promising that shit, uh, from the head of, uh, of, of 343 on down, multiple promises, and just like many things at 343, promise, 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 cancel, promise, 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 cancel. And so now they're getting, of course, lambasted over the fact that a couple of people just hacked an old console and made it work in fucking 72 hours after they announced this shit. Uh, but nevertheless, uh, 343 continuing to hold as many L's as humanly possible, seeing whether or not they can break the record of some other games, like the one in my next piece of news. While Halo Infinite is struggling to keep its head above water, another AAA release that had a horrific start is slowly crawling up from the depths of despair. That's Cyberpunk 2077, Mr. Black. Uh, Cyberpunk 2077 has finally announced its first expansion, uh, and it's called Phantom Liberty, and Keanu Reeves, against all odds and probably on the back of a massive paycheck, and possibly some unfortunate contract wording on the original sign-up for this game, as it were, is back to play Johnny Silverhand again in, of course, this expansion. Uh, while Cyberpunk is still jank as shit, they have actually managed to get the game to be at least playable. Uh, it's certainly in a much better place than it was before. However, that being said, they did drop the Xbox One and PS4 from the compatibility list for this expansion. Those consoles aren't getting this expansion at all, uh, which I think points yet again to the, the case that the, uh, original development for the PS4 and Xbox One is likely a large component as to why things were so rough on launch to begin with. This shit's just too old. We just try to do too much with shit that's too old! And so they're dropping it. On this one. And of course, because you did it once, it's much easier to not give somebody something than it is to give somebody, like, even half of something and then take it away later. And now that they're not getting the expansions on those consoles, now, oh well. They're catching some hands. Again. Seems to be their, their forte as of late. Eating shit on a daily basis. Nevertheless, we'll see how it all turns out. I, I think they were originally, we've covered their, um... Uh, I, I don't want to call them roadmaps, 
because they would actually have to lead somewhere. But uh, for the sake of conversation, roadmaps, uh, those bright yellow eye-piercing, seizure-inducing releases that they put out on social media, uh, we tried to cover those. And originally there was, if you remember, two expansions that they had announced. They said, all right, we're going to fix the game because it's broken. Then we're going to give you two free expansions. Well, now it's looking like it's going to be one expansion. And that will be it. And then they'll probably just wrap that shit up and move on to something else. Uh, And at this point, probably for the best one way or the other that they get this done and walk the fuck away. Uh, While everyone can still fucking forget about the fact that it was such a dumpster fire to begin with. Next up, some tech news, Mr. Black. And not the iPhone tech news, because really there was nothing to talk about on that iPhone release. It's a fancier camera. There's a pill at the top. I think they called it the, dy- what do they call it? The Dynamic Island, which is the most Apple-ass fucking, like, name for a, a black spot on a phone you could possibly come up with. The Dynamic Island, which was really, they couldn't come up with, like, a way of not having a cutout at the top of the screen. So we were like, well, what if we, what if we had animations around it? And then we could call it the Dynamic Island. They're slowly becoming, like, a parody of, like, corporations and movies. It's fucking hilarious. Uh, but regardless, uh, it's not about the iPhone. It's about NVIDIA. Uh, and NVIDIA, uh, back in, in, I can't remember when these were originally released at this point, because time is a flat circle, but when the 30 series came out, the 3080 was originally, uh, when it was really originally released, people were a bit iffy on it based on the oddly small amount of VRAM that it came with compared to other available cards like the 2080 Ti, for example. Uh, Eventually, there was a rumor that a 20-gig version of the 3080 was coming out, but it never did. Or did it? I have to say it that way, because I have an ellipses in my notes. And I have to say it just like that, dramatically. As it turns out, there are actually a number of these cards in the wild. 20-gig 3080s. They do exist. Some of which are popping up on reseller websites like eBay. As it turns out, seemingly all the 20-gig 3080s that were ever created were sold directly to crypto miners as the hash rate was also much higher than a usual consumer card on top of the added VRAM. Uh, so, just as a heads up, don't buy one of these. There are, there are a few hundred of them floating out there in the wild right now. The reason why you wouldn't want to buy one, not necessarily because they'll be run down from having mined crypto for the last god knows how long, which is part of the problem, but it's not like the end of the world. It's not like the cards are just up and die because of that. It's more because these cards, because they were never released for consumers, don't have any drivers. Like uh, You'd have to rely on, on one of the uh, open source driver guys getting their hands on one of these cards and then writing one. Uh, and th- even then, that's, that's rarely ever going to work out well for you. So just don't. If you're looking at it going, man, that would be dope. A 3080 with 20 gigs of VRAM? I could do, like, at least Crisis. Yeah, you could. If you had a driver, which you don't, so don't buy one. Uh, I just thought that it was particularly interesting that they did, in fact, make a bunch of these 3080s with 20 gigs, but they all directly went to crypto miners. They, they, they really did love the crypto mining boom. They were making some money. NVIDIA was going, cutting out the middleman, going straight to the source. Mining all that Ethereum, one coin at a time, every like 72 hours. Uh, Twitch, Mr. Black. All right, if, I, if you had to guess without reading the notes, I don't even know if you have them up right now, but if you, if you had to guess, okay, if you had to guess, good news or bad news coming from Twitch this week? Uh, I've already seen it, so I already know it's... Oh, okay. All right. I already know what it is. Spoiled. All right, yeah. fine. 
It's bad news. <laughs> well, I guess it depends on who you are and how yeah. you run your streams and stuff. Uh, there, there have been... There's been some mostly dissenting uh, opinions about it, but either way, Twitch is removing a still relatively popular, especially for major events like, uh, say, a GDQ event, uh, feature in host mode. So host mode is going away, especially auto host mode. Um, if you don't know what that is because you're not a streamer or you've never somehow never encountered it, which would be shocking at this point if you've been in the Twitch ecosystem for any period of time, Essentially what that was was that you could set up a list of of streams at any given time with priority that when you were offline, if one of those streams were online, it would host that stream directly, and if somebody were to go to your Twitch page, the video feed and the chat, uh, the chat would be yours, but the video feed would be the the other stream that you're hosting. Um, This was... Uh, pretty popular for a while and still was amongst a number of streamers, even some of the bigger streamers, if only uh, as of late uh, as a great alternative for for having the community be able to watch uh, like streamer sanctioned events with a chat that wasn't the main chat. So like if you're watching an AGDQ or something similar and the main chat, as you might imagine if you've ever been there, is batshit crazy. And then if you have a streamer that you follow that's just hosting them and maybe you're doing a community watch along or something, but they're not restreaming it, you're just watching it through the hosted thing, you've got your chat there and it's another way of, of chatting with other people without being, you know, swamped and, and whatnot with the rest of it. Uh, but also primarily, it was just another one of those tools. It was like a, an additive it wasn't a singular thing that was going to blow any individual stream up, like a raid or something like that, but it was there and it served a purpose and it did it well and they're getting rid of it and they're saying, I think they're just saying because it's not doing what they intended it to do, I don't know what the fuck that means. Uh, I thought it was doing a pretty good job personally. I never I never heard anyone complain about host mode being a problem. I never saw anyone ever talk about it in, in a negative light. Raids, however, yes, because they were getting weaponized uh, like hate raids and shit like that were getting weaponized, but never necessarily host modes. Uh, but yeah, they're getting rid of that shit. They are also adding, I think they announced around the same time, they're adding an inbuilt shoutout feature now. Uh, shoutouts being a thing that, uh, that uh, you know, other bots uh, on the platform had to make, uh, make do to run for a long time because Twitch didn't have an inbuilt feature, but they're now putting that to, uh, to task to have the ability to shout out streamers uh, whether they're raiding you or you're just looking to shout out that particular streamer regardless. Uh, and so, you know, they're, they're, they're giving a little and they're taking a little, but, uh, yeah, in general, just was very odd to me. I can't imagine that it was a lot to upkeep from like the back end perspective. I can't imagine anything like that. So I don't know why they're getting rid of it, but, uh, all the same, it's gone. So now you're going to have to figure out another way of watching AGDQ without all that crazy chat. Horrible. I know for like five of you, that's terrible. Absolutely terrible news. Uh, that new PS5 uh, skew, Mr. Black, and I talked about this briefly last week, and I, it might even been the week before as well, but they had the, uh, a new one coming that, um, that it wasn't an upgrade per se, but it was further changing the guts to the PS5. Um, mostly as a, in an effort, as far as people are concerned, to... Uh, select parts that are easier to get so that they can increase production to meet the demand for the PS5. 
And so uh, with that, we finally got, I think it was out of Australia originally. Some of the first ones were showing up there. We have a teardown. We now know what the inside of these new ones look like. And in general, the rundown of that is uh, that it's more or less the, the motherboard is a bit smaller. The cooling solution scales with that, so it's a bit smaller. Uh, and, uh, in testing, the console draws less power. I think it's like 10 or 12% more power efficient than the original unit, while still being, you know, just as powerful as, uh, as far as I know, as the original unit was. So it runs a little cooler because of the power efficiency. It, uh, it and also allows them to scale down other components and whatnot. And hopefully, the hope is, make it easier for them to produce more PS5s because shit is still, like, nearly impossible to fucking put your hands on one without paying a scalper. Uh, of course, the the discourse then became, well, they're clearly scaling, they've scaled back a bunch of shit, and the they must be, you know, the material cost would, would be going down, and so it's an odd time for them to be, you know, increasing the price of the PS5s as they did a couple weeks ago or announced a couple weeks ago. Uh, and that's true, but at the same time, we also don't know... Just because they change parts and the parts are smaller doesn't necessarily mean that they're cheaper. Um, I don't think, I don't necessarily think that the price increase for PS5 was necessary. I think that's bullshit. I think they were just fucking running the numbers up for the sake of running the numbers up. Otherwise, if it was really that bad, you'd see everyone, Nintendo, Microsoft, all of it would be going up. Shit, consumer PC parts are going down. Like, this shit's getting cheaper. So, odd that they're increasing it, but all the same, having this, you know, didn't help their narrative, but all the same, uh, it's there. And you can save a few dollars on energy if you're in, like, the UK, where you turn on a light bulb right now, and you've got to remortgage your home. So, uh, if you're into that, congratulations. Save a few dollars. Make it happen. Uh, two Brits, it is kind of crazy over there, their energy is insane right now, like the Brits would tell me, it's like everyone's just, just like, getting fucked by energy over there right now, the cost of electricity is nuts, like the, I can't remember what the percentage well, it was. it can't be any worse than us, we got the worst, we got like the worst of the entire country. Oh, well, we're, we're, we're getting reamed, we're on NS, pa NS level, Power, bro. NS we're Power was like, level. hey, remember that, like, remember we talked about, like, that price hike over the next couple of years? All right, well, that's still happening, but it's going to be more than we originally planned. Dude, we're getting fucked. I don't want to hear anybody complain about power. <laughs> they haven't lived here in Nova Scotia. They don't know what the fuck. Uh, shit's a little rough. It's just a little, a little, a little rough. A little. But hey, what ha this is what happens when your government sells your shit to a private fucking organization when it's a utility. Yep. Get fucked. Like, look at the difference between, like, Halifax Water... And then hell and Nova Scotia Power, <laughs> one's a not-for-profit, and the other is a for-profit U.S.-owned fucking company. Get wow, fucked. shock, shocker that the uh, the prices might be consistently continually going up while the CEO compensation continues to rise as well. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, we got sidetracked, but nevertheless. Last thing we got here for the game uh, news this week. Two birds, one stone kind of week for Xbox's controller division. Uh, as they announced a much-requested revised Elite 2. So that's the real fancy. I've got the, uh... I've got the, uh, the original, the Revision 1 Elite controller, which I think is, uh, arguably, and bordering on inarguably, the greatest controller ever fucking assembled. Uh, Series 2 was, was really good as well of that controller, but it had a bunch of quality control issues. Uh, and it was, like, a lot of buttons and shit were crapping out on it really, really quick. Uh, which is bad when the controller costs as much as, like, half a fucking console. 
You don't want to have that kind of shit happening. So, uh, after much complaints for a long time, and also in the two birds with one stone kind of situation, people requesting the Elite series of controllers be added to the Design Lab, which is Xbox's thing that allows you to uh, customize the, uh, a controller. Uh, you know, have a different color palettes for sticks and the body and the buttons. You know, put your name and shit or whatever the fuck. You can write some stuff on it and whatnot, like have a custom controller. The Elite Series 2 update or refresh is being added to that service this holiday season. So if you're in the market, you can do that. They're also releasing it as what they call the Elite, I think, Core is the name that they've used, which is essentially a way for them to just sell the the core of the of the controller, which is what it sounds like. It's the fucking controller with a USB cable. It doesn't come with, like, you know, the paddle buttons and shit. And the and the these swapped out thumbsticks, uh, and uh, so you just get the standard thumbsticks, no paddles, just that updated controller, uh, and customize it as well. And then you can buy the other stuff separately. And I believe uh, when they did that, so they've got the price of the core down to one twenty nine US. And then the package is $59 to get all the buttons and all the fucking whatever packaging with it. And so if you combine those two things, it's loosely the same price as if you were to just buy like an old Series 1 or 2 at $179, but it's actually closer to like $189, I guess. So it's about $10 more. Uh, However, uh, I suspect a lot of people, even if they bought one of these, weren't even using the paddles and shit. So it was like a $50 surcharge just to get your hands on a higher quality controller than the standard controller. So separating it, I don't think was the worst idea. It also allows them to add it to the design lab, I think a little bit easier. Uh, and then also, um, the nice thing is, is that we're getting reports and I'll try and keep this updated if I get more info on it. Uh, but don't make a purchasing decision necessarily based on this info yet. That the Series 1 paddles, so these back paddles here, there's four of them. I just have two installed right now. Um are compatible with this new version of the controller. So if you already had an older Series 1 and you were trying to get into a new one and you didn't necessarily want to buy all that packaging because you got the extra shit, those still work. The thumbsticks seem to apparently not work, but the paddles at least do, and I think that's the majority of what people would be adding to the controller anyway. Uh, but it's just something to keep in uh, keep in mind. Because they're not cheap. You know, 180 bucks for a controller, they're not the only one in the market now. Scuff has one. Uh, PlayStation, we just, I talked about that last week as well. PlayStation has their version of this controller with the paddles and the whole nine yards coming. Uh, but they are really nice. Uh, and if you're using the controller all the time, then, uh, and you're looking for something a little nicer. Like, the thing I've talked about before, (laughs) I keep holding this up for no reason, like three people are gonna see it, but regardless. Those pad, like, these paddles on the back are a fucking godsend on a controller. I I never use I use this controller a lot. I never use the paddles. And then when I sat down and started playing um Destiny uh a couple months started like a month and a half, two months ago. Um it made a world of difference. It allows me to shift like my sprint and jump buttons down below, which means I never have to move my hand off of the stick that you aim with to do something like jump. So if you're in PvP and you're looking to jump over something, which in Destiny, like, it's such a vertical game, you're in the air a lot, I'm not pressing A and leaving my hand off the aim. So now I can jump and aim at the same time with no problem just because those back paddles. It was a genius fucking design, and that's why everyone else is doing it too. Uh, and I definitely recommend, uh, recommend that kind of shit. It's a big quality of life improvement for sure. 
Uh, but there you have it. They are saying that they got rid of all the quality control issues. We'll see if that actually fucking happens. Uh, but for now, that's where it's at. And at the very least, you can make it fancy and, and colorful where you couldn't before. And that's all I got for gaming news this week, Mr. Black, which means it is time for you to tell everyone about our wonderful sponsor mm. and our Patreon. Mm. Patreon.com slash lag tv head on over there support the podcast um if you don't have money to give that is okay um all you have to do is get a nordvpn subscription do that instead (laughs) you You don't have money for patreon do you have money for nord hey but at least with at least with nord you get a product as well true you know so think about this all right i've done the math (laughs) Okay, I've, All done, right, math. I've done the math in my head. Business. Okay? You spend you spend a few dollars a month on a NordVPN subscription. If you don't know what that is, it's a virtual private network, which means when you're surfing the internet, you can stay anonymous. You mask your IP, whether you are public Wi-Fi traveling, you can use the NordVPN app to make it so that your information is secure. So that bad people can't steal your stuff. Now, I've done the math on this. Okay. Just imagine. Mm. You're at Starbucks. Mm-hmm. And you're using a public Wi-Fi. Now, the whole place is packed. You got everybody on there. And there's a guy in a trench coat in the back <laughs> in the corner. Is he also wearing like, a Naruto headband? Sure. He is. Okay. <laughs> And you're thinking to yourself, that is something off about this guy. And it's not just the headband? It's not just the headband <laughs> or the trench coat. Maybe it's the combination of both. And he's sitting there. He's on a laptop. He's got his little Starbucks grande cinnamon dolce latte beside him. He's sipping away and just something's off. Then all of a sudden, he gets up to go to the bathroom. Mm. And you're just curious. This guy watching anime on that laptop? What is he doing over there? So what you do is you decide to go over to the garbage bin to throw out a wrapper that you just opened to make it look as natural as possible as you go over there to try to snoop to see what this guy's up to. You go around the corner and you bend over and you take a look at the screen and what is he doing? There's a bunch of numbers and dribbles and scribbles and IP addresses all over the place. The guy's a hacker man. He's an internet criminal. He's, he's, the, he's the elite hacker 4chan. He is the elite hacker. <laughs> and now you've realized that you've done messed up. Because all that information on your phone right now and your laptop you got going on, he's in. Mm. And before it's too late, and it's already too late, <laughs> you take a look down. You drained your bank account. <laughs> Money's gone. <laughs> Don't ask me how he did it. He's a hacker. I don't know these things, <laughs> but he did it. <laughs> now think about all the money you could have saved if you would have just had NordVPN. It's true. For just a few dollars a month, you stay safe. You stay anonymous. Guys like the dude in the trench coat with the Naruto ad, uh, the headband and the all that stuff. He he doesn't Matrix stand a chance. glasses. He doesn't stand a chance. Fingerless gloves. That's it. And when you use that promo code OTT, you get a massive discount plus four bonus months. 
when you get that two-year subscription. That means you get an extra four months of going to Starbucks with safety, with, an, with being anonymous and an enemy. <laughs> Who doesn't like that? Yeah, it costs a few dollars, but it's worth it. Not only that, guys. Now when you go to Starbucks, you can sit down there. You don't have to worry about the dude in the corner hacking your stuff. But on top of that, you can also mask your IP and watch different regions of Netflix while you're at it, just chilling there and enjoying life. Tell me what's cheaper. <laughs> Having your money drained? Mm. Or a few dollars via NordVPN? What if all I had was a few dollars? Pick up an extra shift at work. Yes. And then get yourself NordVPN. That's right. Boom. And when I say an extra shift, I mean, all you're going to have to work is like 20 minutes. It's true. Because if minimum wage is like $15, man, you only need like a fourth of that for a membership a month. Come on. These are yeah. deals. Absolutely. You stay safe, guys. You stay anonymous. You support the podcast. You support the sponsor that supports the podcast, and you support yourself. Not only that, you only need one subscription per household. Did I mention that? Up to six simultaneous devices can be on your Mac, can be on your PC, your laptop, your iPad, your 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 new iPhone that's got that little animated thing at the top, the pill or whatever they called it. <laughs> the dynamic island. The dynamic island. <laughs> Yeah, you know, somebody said on Twitter, I just dropped a dynamic island in the fucking toilet. Oh, well. <laughs> so go check them out, guys. NordVPN.com slash OTT. Use the promo code OTT. Get a massive discount. Four bonus months. Huge special going on right now. Mm. Make it happen. I know we've been preaching this for years now, which means some of y'all are up for renewal. It's true. It's I time was. to renew. I was. I used the promo code OTT. Boom. Shows them that you guys are coming back for more to keep this show going. And that's that. Thank you, Nord. And now it's time for Movies and TV. It's probably good that that dragged on as long as it did, given the list I've got right now for movies and TV. Oh. <laughs> Speaking of $15 an hour minimum wage, which which the U.S. definitely does not have right now. That's definitely a Canadian thing, more more specifically. They just released, uh, uh, they just released the numbers for uh, uh, cost of living in Nova Scotia. Updated. And, uh, and after, so this is, okay, so I need to preface this. This is after... This is after tax dollars required. So after tax and after every available government subsidy or like tax break or whatever the fuck child, you know, tax credit, like the whole nine yards. After all of that's been brought together, the living wage for like an apartment, you know, like a one bedroom apartment, that kind of whole shtick in Halifax right now comes in at. About $22 to $24 an hour. Which, <laughs> less than 50% of the province currently clears. <laughs> We're doing well. Everything is fine. Everything is fine. 
Um, Glass Onion, Mr. Black. Mm. I'm a, I want to watch the film just to find out why the fuck it's called Glass Onion. A Knives Out mystery. Mm. Got its teaser trailer. Today, I watched it. Did you see it? I did. It looks exactly how you would imagine it to look. It's more Knives Out. Uh, but it looks good. No, it looks good. Uh, and, uh, although I, I will say this, and so I have my notes, so despite it looking good, I just can't stop laughing about Daniel Craig pulling $50 million per movie. <laughs> it's a lot of money. I just That's can't. That's a whole lot of money for I a nine note film. I just can't. <laughs> I think Ryan Johnson's can't. also getting 50, right? So they're just, yeah, yeah, they're it's like. 100 million right there just between They're holding two hands, skipping in the daisies. Hundred schmill, yeah, yeah. incredible. But yeah, I mean, it looks good. It looks good. Uh, it, it, it's it's definitely you know fuck Ryan Johnson Star Wars movies, but Knives Out. Yeah, okay. You got my attention. You've got my attention. Although he has been campaigning to get his Star Wars trilogy, Mr. Ryan Johnson. Uh, he's been back on the trail, uh, doing lots of interviewee stuff where he's like, "Man, I'd hate it if I'd never get a chance to." you know do my star wars trilogy i'm more proud than ever about the last jedi <laughs> go fuck yourself ryan johnson yeah, stay right in your off, lane ryan johnson stay in your lane your go lane is glass onions knives out movies all right go make your knives out <laughs> movies and make you 50 million all right stay away from tentpole fucking please. franchises please for the love for of everything that's holy and sacred <laughs> god damn uh speaking of tentpole series rings of power uh just can't seem to uh to catch a discourse break this week as just about every neckbeard on the earth has come together to bitch and whine and moan that that not a hundred percent of the cast is white (laughs) 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 white I don't, I don't, I, like, look. <laughs> when Tolkien's own descriptions of some of these characters are darker skinned, and then the guys are out like, it's not white. Who the fuck is Lord of the Rings? It, does, it literally does not change anything about the writing or the story or the fucking, like, the, 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 the visual, the, whole, like, everything that's Lord of the Rings. The fuck is wrong with these people? Well, we know they're racist, but <laughs> that's it has an answer, and it's easy. And it's the racist. Some some of them are. Yeah, some of them definitely are. Uh, and uh, they're either racist or way too concerned about what they think in their head is canonically think, I, Lord I of the I'll, Rings. I think probably more of it is that, but they're definitely. <laughs> are racists so that are like, I don't want to see anybody in this film, but <laughs> people that look like me. Uh, if that dwarf like, doesn't look like me, it's hell to pay. <laughs> that Balrog ain't white. Uh, I'm throwing in the towel. Yeah, uh, that is what it is. Uh, however, it got bad enough that now the the the, uh, the 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 show, the showrunners, the show, and the original cast of the movies have gotten together to do a bit of a campaign around this whole thing. Um, I can't remember exactly what it's called, but I think it was something along the lines of like you know everyone is welcome or whatever. And then they've got like all the ears from all the races in in the thing, and it's like the whole kind of deal. 
It's like, it's it, corny, but at the same time, I guess better than not doing anything at all, uh, you know, to at least show, you know, clearly, I don't think anyone questioned whether or not the original cast and or anyone involved was likely concerned about whether or not everyone was white uh, in the Lord of the Rings, uh, you know, uh, small or big screen stuff, but well, I mean, I mean, you know, uh, I, I get it to a degree. Yeah. Like, I get it to a degree. Like, we live in this ultra-woke time where, like, people are just shoving fucking their own ideologies down your throat and expect you to just, like, be on board with every little thing that there is possible or you are every type of phobia or misogynistic or racist or whatever thing you want to label it. Uh, and in some cases, th- those things are real. Absolutely. Yes. Saying they don't exist. I mean, they're yes. very, very, very real. And um, things get exaggerated, though. But holy shit, yeah. man. Uh, yeah. You know, I mean, you can't even fucking fart on the Internet now without somebody saying, like, did you eat like beef? Because that that's killing animals, motherfucker. Like, you know, <laughs> like that that fart smells like you ate some you ate some cow. You know what they do to cows, right? So, like, that's where we're at. So, I mean, I think some of it is people will bitch and moan to bitch and moan. I mean, that's just the way it is. And then I think that there are some legitimate, like, racist assholes that are just like, you know, I don't want color or any other things blending in with, like, my stuff that belongs to us, right? We don't want you. We don't need you infecting it, right? So some people think like that. And then I also just think that there are some people that are probably upset that it feels as though they are purposely putting in all of these these different ethnicities and different looks to things that they normally weren't used to getting on the big screen for Lord of the Rings and they're doing it they think that they're doing it for a publicity stunt or an inclusion thing where they need it just needs to be shoved down your throat i mean i've seen things happen in marvel now that is just like uh i've seen things happen you know in other disney products where you're just like whoa you know is this really are you really doing this because it calls for it or are you doing this because you're trying to make a, a statement now there's nothing wrong with making a statement you know Everybody deserves to be included. Shit, I'm black, right? So I like seeing representation myself. But I also know that, like, sometimes things get pandered to for political reasons or for other reasons that isn't necessarily, doesn't come off very genuine and it almost feels out of place. And so I think that there's probably a pocket of people that are like, why? Like, why, why being so aggressive on this? And then, you know, you, you, and, and I like the fact that there is more inclusion. I haven't seen the show yet, but like when I go to watch it, I'm not going to be thinking like, oh my God, there's someone that's Asian or there's someone that's black or there's someone that's whatever. I'm not, I don't, I don't think like that. I'm not like, what the hell? Why is there three black characters in four scenes? <laughs> The last time I watched Lord of the Rings, it was all white people. This ratio this is, is way off. This is crazy. What are you doing, Amazon? Stop. I don't think like that at all. But there are people that think like that. Um, and they shouldn't. Uh, if it feels like... Here's the thing. I'm all for inclusion. And I think the more, the better. 
it just needs to be done in a way that doesn't feel so good, out of the blue. Good faith is what I call it. So like, it, 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 and and the, what you were discussing before that it was like hard to put your finger on what exactly it was. I would describe that as the difference between feeling like something was done in good faith versus something was done to meet an end. Yeah. And uh, that that isn't necessarily in good faith or like is more about a uh, a political thing, but not for like making a political statement in good faith, but making a political statement because it's in vogue and you're doing it because it's it's popular and it's the thing that, you know, people are expecting you to do. So you're doing it to make more money or something along those lines instead of just doing it because it's in good faith and it's something you actually believe. And it can be difficult to to distinguish when that line is crossed uh but uh, but the lord of the rings at, at no point even when we knew about the you know these characters being this way before the show's release at no point in anything i saw was i like oh yeah they're going woke bro oh fuck no, me i didn't get that vibe i didn't get that vibe either zero let lord of the rings do what lord of the rings wants to do as long as they're telling good stories who cares what the color of people's skin is what the fuck it's just crazy <laughs> Um, it's just nuts. <laughs> and from like the promotional stuff that I've seen, even the Game of Thrones, like I've saw black characters in there that like, you know, yeah, I think there was like maybe maybe like one or two black characters in all of the Game of Thrones in the no! like but like I I've seen I've seen now previews of the new Game of Thrones and I'm seeing more black characters and to in my mind I'm not going like oh they're just doing this because like, you know, they feel pressured to or they 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 want to make a statement it's just like no they're they're just getting some different people some including more ethnicity in there and uh there's nothing wrong with that as long as the characters are good and it calls for it then fine who cares you know it's 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 insane it's not like you're it's not like we're telling a story of slavery and then it's and the entire cast is white. white? <laughs> that that would be fucked up. That would be right? fucked because up. You, because then you're that going, would be what? fucked up. Then you're going, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? I'm sure uh, somebody has thought about doing that, in, like intentionally, as like a acknowledging how fucked up. Like the statement would be how fucked it would be yeah, to do it. But, 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 but you like know what no, I'm but saying. I know what you, yeah, you are saying. Stories that okay makes yeah. sense. This is yes. not this ethnicity or this <laughs> yes. background to represent. Th- this type of yeah. history okay no don't do that but it was that it being, was yeah it you was know like, or, if, or if there's like a if if you're doing something that's like really in japanese culture right and it's 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 deep-seated in in the culture in the history and in, in every fiber of the story and next thing you know it you've got black people playing this and uh whatever playing that and you would just say to yourself, "Well, why aren't we getting? Why aren't we giving the opportunity to to an actor or an actress of that ethnicity to tell that story so that it is is authentic as possible? Then it makes sense. But like, we're we're talking fantasy here, guys. <laughs> it's fucking fantasy shows with elves uh, and fucking you know whatever, dude. Calm the fuck down, man. It's not that serious. God damn. Um." 
Yeah, somebody somebody mentioned in regard to what you were talking about there is like Tropic Thunder did like made that a parody better than any other movie possibly ever. You know, yeah. the having uh having Robert Tom Downey. Cruise. No, right, oh, no, well, yeah, no, Robert, Robert Downey. Downey as uh, the black guy with the yeah, black Yeah, he's like a white he's like a white dude playing a black guy playing a like there was like four or five layers deep yeah. to uh, it. He'd never and, be able to do that today. Like Which now is a shame just be, because he was so destroyed like, now. They would destroy him now, right? He'd be like, I can't do this. He's crazy as hell. It's just the times we live in, man. You can't even fuck. Like I said, you can't do nothing. And if you he didn't get nothing. canceled for that, he'd get canceled for the line, never go full retard. And, there you and go. That would that exactly. would also have sent him directly to the shadow but realm. But the shit is fucking funny, man. The shit was dude, funny. Dude, Tropical and Thunder like, is a fucking know, hilarious yeah, It's a great movie. movie. And we know it doesn't come from a place of, like, hate or a place of, like, Context real deep-seated racism. Exist. Intention yeah, it doesn't, doesn't exist anymore. Context doesn't exist in 2022. It doesn't. No. It's just like you're you you pick it's a side. It's ironically black or white. That's it, man. It's crazy. It's nuts. It's like somebody talking about like how they thought that uh that um the um rush hour movies were racist. And I was like, "What?" Dude, they're stereotypical and they play they knew what like they knew what it was, but at no point did I leave rush hour going, "Oh my god." <laughs> That was some of the most Jackie racist Chan shit I've ever seen. said he was going to slap Chris Tucker back to Africa? I what? demand a refund! What the fuck? <laughs> Jackie Chan? I thought you were a good man, Jackie. What happened? It's like, dude, it's comedy. Calm down, man. It was, it's like 90s comedy. Bro. You but, you, but you won't see that in 2022 because there's just too many. Because like, you can't, that nobody can distinguish between like in, uh, no. what intention and not. Like, what and is no studio is going to sign off on that. They can be like, bro, no. even, if, even if you got a, a guy or a girl at the top, it makes all the shots. And you're like, dude, this shit is funny as fuck. But there is a 0% chance that I'm putting this out because I'm going to have to clean up the mess. It's going to look bad on all of us. I can't do this. I, I can't do this. They're just not going to do it. That's just the way it is. The only thing that you get now is comedy, as in, like, stand-up comedians will go out there yes, and they'll yeah. push the envelope, and a lot of them and even will get they're getting roasted. They'll get, they'll get killed on the fucking <laughs> stage unless you're, like, Chris Rock, Dave Chappelle. Well, Chris Rock still got slapped for his joke. And he still got slapped for his <laughs> shit, right? There's, like, you know, you've got, like, four or five comedians on Earth that, that, that can get away with, like, saying whatever the fuck they want. And even some of them just get absolutely reamed. And if you think about it, most of them are black. Yes. Because I think the only white guy that can get away with it in comedy is Bill Burr. Yes. Right now. <laughs> right now. Pretty much. And right? Bill, Burr, Bill Burr is fucking funny. You I know, wanna, but with I wanna... that being said, El Bill yeah. Burr is funny. He's a funny dude. But, He's a funny but dude. with that being said, there are some comedians that teeter the line, right? Where you're just like, ugh. You know, and again, uh, you can even like, Dave you, Chappelle. Dave Chappelle said some shit in some of his specials, and I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I yeah, Dave, but that's like, a line. Same, but at the same time, <laughs> like, it's comedy. You know, it's it it is what it is. Uh, you know. Anyway, guys, yeah. calm down, man. Your Lord of the Rings is okay. It's It'll fine. be okay. Worry right? about if the writing is any good. Correct. Don't worry. Ask, don't worry about the rest of this shit. But here's the thing, people. Now that it's not what they envisioned, right? They're, oh, they're just gonna, not even going to allow themselves to like the show, yeah. no matter how good it is, right? It's, it's just going to be every time that they see a character that, that they didn't want to see, they're just going to be, this show is dog shit. Review <laughs> bombing. It's garbage. It's bad. It's and true. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's sad to see, but, well, it is what it is, man. Some people are just fucking dumb. That's very true. Get over yourself, man. It's a fucking TV show.
children. As Robert Downey Jr. once once said, while in full blackface, never go full retard. (laughs) This is (laughs) fucking crazy, man. Uh, Olivia Wilde's Don't Worry Darling seems to be drawing more attention for the alleged behind-the-scenes dumpster fire on the set and very much the rocky publicity junket that has been uh, uh, has been run thus far, uh, more so than the, uh, the movie itself. Uh, and this is particularly uh, surrounding one Mr. Chris Pine, who in every interview that I've seen him in, or in every stage that he's sat on, is looking like he is trying desperately to not allow his soul to leave his body uh, every time Harry Styles opens his mouth and attempts to utter any sentence that makes any sense whatsoever. Dude, I'm going to be honest. I don't get this Harry Styles uh, renaissance that we're living in right now. I don't know what His the His music's fuck. okay, but why is he acting? I, I don't know, man. Well, he's uh, acting because he's dating Olivia Wilde, who is directing the film, who left yeah, Jason okay. Sudeikis because she wanted to feel young again mm. and started dating Harry Styles. Yeah, there was all kinds of drama between Shia LaBeouf and, and Olivia Wilde and all this yep. other fucking shit and all this drama around this movie. If anything, the drama's helping the movie out because apparently the movie's not very good. No, so, 44 you know. on Rotten Tomatoes after 39 yeah. reviews uh, uh, as it sits. Yeah, if I never see a Harry Styles movie in my life, I won't lose any I'd, sleep. I'd be okay I'm going to be that. honest. I'm not saying that he's a horrible actor. I've seen him in a couple of things. Like, uh, I do believe he was in the, um, in uh, fucking, uh, what's his face there? Christopher Nolan movie. I think he was in a Christopher Nolan movie. Um, he didn't have many lines. Um, and then he was also in, um, Gu- was it Guardians? Not Guardians of the Galaxy. Fucking, um that other Marvel movie that wasn't like uh, the Eternals. He's at the oh. end of the Eternals and he's going to oh. be part of the next wave of MCU oh, phase God, fucking really? 47. I forgot yeah, that. He, yeah, so he's going <laughs> to be in that too. Um I'm not saying I'll he's, say a he's a terrible actor, I'll say he's a horrible actor. Yeah, I'm not going to I'm not going to go that far and say he's horrible, but like he's not like why is he getting all of these roles? Cuz he's like, Harry he's Styles. Not, like Okay. Makes sense. <laughs> He's the biggest act right now, basically, in pop music. I suppose. Like, just straight up. Uh, oh, he's man. getting, like, lambasted for, like, for like queer baiting or, or whatever now, where he's, like, dressing androgynously constantly and kissing every man in the mouth that he meets, even I though everyone know, knows know he's straight. About that, yeah. Like, uh, like he's, he's just, like, but now, they, they, now that they've let him loose in PR where nobody's writing everything for him and he's just actually answering shit like himself... He's he can't answer a question without sounding like an idiot. I don't think he's an idiot, but he has a really hard time answering a question and not sounding like he's got four IQ. And there's the that clip that's been floating around that really highlights it specifically where it's him and Chris Pine in an interviewer. Oh, I saw that, and yeah. they, they gave she gave him the softball of like just T ball. Shit was sad on the T. She said, What was your favorite part? What do you what is your favorite part of this film? And he gave one of the most hilariously busted up, nonsensical, stupid sounding answers I'd ever heard. My, he said the word movie, I think, five times yeah, in movie, 30 seconds. Yeah, or something. I don't know. Yeah. He's like, like, well, it's my just, favorite part about this know, movie is that it's a movie and it makes you movie. want to go to the movies and cinema and movies. Yeah. And- it, like, it, really, <laughs> it really feels like a movie movie. Like <laughs> the one that you go to the cinema to see, you know? When, and when you're in there, it really feels like you're. you're and Chris Pine's movie. face the whole time Pine's was just going, like, like his soul left his body. At like one his, point, when he said "movie" for the third time, his neck kind of went. 
Yeah, because oh, yeah, he was bro. stifling. He was stifling uh, a laugh or like a cough or something. Like he's just trying to hold it together. Oh, yeah. Like the whole time, soul just leaving his fucking body. Because I can, it, with all the shit that went on behind the scenes, he's the one person not involved in any way, shape, or form in any of it. Everyone else on set, basically, including the director, is part of the drama, and he's just there. And oh, so, yeah, he's like on the press me, junket, man. he's like, "I just need to get this done." They didn't I need pay to get me this. enough at all. They no didn't shot. pay me enough for this shit, man. I'm going back to Star Trek. I'm done. I'm, <laughs> I can't be bothered. This shit was crazy, absolutely crazy. Uh, and that's all I got for movies and TV. I don't know if you got anything that you've heard pop up in the meanwhile. No, it's, it's been dry. There ain't nothing yeah. going on. It's been a little dry. bit of a dry, a little bit of a dry time in the land of movies and TV. I, I as well, am waiting for more episodes to come out of Lord of the Rings so I can watch. I haven't uh, watched that. Watch or them. or Game House of Dragons. Yet. I'm just waiting for them shits to come out. Yeah. Um. You know, there hasn't been. I, I, I haven't been paying attention to social media around it. It doesn't seem like it. It's, it's as much of an event as what I thought it was going to be, although the shows are massive and they're doing huge, huge numbers. I'm just not seeing it. Like, I'm not spoiled or anything, so I'm just... Yeah. I, I just People don't want to People aren't talking get... about them the way that you probably would have thought that they would yes, have been. I thought, like, every situation. single episode, everybody be talking about this and I'd be like, fuck, I got to do this weekly, but it's been good so far, so I'm just going to let it ride because I fucking hate waiting a week to see a show. I just... I, I, I'm just over it. Like, Especially I want to have like... the ability to just binge or... Yeah. Or watch two episodes a night, you know, e- each night. That's typically what we'll do is, like, if there's ten episodes, we'll watch them within a week. And that's what yeah. I like. And especially, I think, that uh, I think the whole waiting a week is, is particularly tough when you're in the first season of a show that's very character and story dense. And the first, like, usually the first half of a first season in a show like that is insanely slow because they're trying to get through so much information to, like, give you up front so that you are equipped for the back half and then season two and season three. And so when you watch like the first couple episodes, you're like, you're sitting there like, oh God, Lord of the Rings, it's gonna be fucking awesome. House of Dragons, holy shit, here we fucking go. And then it's like, just dragged out, lots of exposition, lots of character introduction, not a lot's happening. Because nothing can happen until you know what the fuck everyone is like. You need to, you need to be equipped, and so yeah. yeah, that makes it even harder when you're first uh, sitting down. So binging it uh, for the first season is probably a better idea, uh, and then we'll we'll see what the back half of that of these seasons are like. Um, I can't remember. Are both of them ten episodes, or are they eight? Ep- one eight I and one no ten. Idea. I think Lord of the Rings might be shorter, but I I don't know. There's somewhere I think there's somewhere between eight and ten. I think probably. I think both of them are in that neck of the woods. So it won't be too long of a wait one way or the other. Uh, okay, well, if that's it, then it's time to move on to... Deck support. Patreon.com slash TV. It's the place to go if you want to financially support this podcast and help keep the wheels from falling off each and every week. $10 or more, people get uh, in, in that uh, Patreon tier. People get a couple of perks, chiefly. You get to be able to ask us some questions on a post I put up right before the podcast called tech support believe it or not put your questions in that comment section on that post we give you answers or as many as we can in the time that we've got so let's see what we've got this week uh mark our editor asks what's the last thing you did for the first time so what's the last thing that that you did that was the first time you ever did that thing 
What was your last first? <laughs> it's a kind of a paradoxical sounding sentence. Uh, uh, mm, 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 mm. The last first. It's been a long time since it's been... It was probably food-related for me, you know, with Marcel being from the Philippines, just a slew of food I've never eaten before in my life. That was probably it, especially since the, during the pandemic, it's not like you were out doing a bunch of shit uh, in general. Um, there, wasn't, there wasn't much opportunity for that, so I would say it was probably some of the food that I've had, you know, from the Philippines now, in multiple instances, would have been the first a first for those kind of things. Um, but I've never, yeah, I don't think there's much. Yeah, I would say probably the last first that I did was, um, go to Spain. Ah, uh, yes. I mean, I've never been there before, so that was first it was time. Good, it was a good time. It's a great time. Shout outs to, uh, Aquaman for the phone save. Mmm, see what we got here. What, what the fuck? Oh, there we go. Uh, oh, fuck. All right. <laughs> oh, God. All right, there's weight. There's a lot a lot going on here. All right, so Nick Winter says, uh, my oven slash range broke. My condolences. It was a 40-inch wide, and no one makes those anymore. Oh, fuck. God, yeah, when's the last time... When's the last time anyone made a 40-inch wide range? Uh, so I've replaced it with a 36-inch oven. Now I have four inches uh, between the oven and my cabinets. What would you put in those four inches? Huh? Huh? What would you put in those four inches? Hmm? Uh, it's just four inches. You're down bad, but... Yeah, you're down bad, but, uh, um, you know, you got to work with what you got, you know? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> what we do, we have we have something similar not for the range hood, um, but there are just the way our cabinets are. What we, what, not we, but the previous owners, they have like um, a divider in between. So they just have like basically more of the um, material that is used with the cabinet. And then they just add it um, basically onto the side of the cabinets to make it closer to the device to kind of, Mm. get rid of the gap that, that that's yeah that's there's not much that. there's not much you can do uh especially since you tend to want to have like a quarter inch gap anyway between the the cabinets and the and the range so you've got like you know a little under four inches to work with uh, there's not a hell of a lot there that you could do you could probably mm -hmm. come up with some sort of like um if you were getting real crazy you're like man i want to get fucking handy dandy uh, I've seen people um, craft, uh, extend the countertop over, and then put a slide out that has uh, diagonally mounted shelves that they put spices in, spice rack, right next to the oven. So you pull it out, and it's a, uh, you get, if you're uh, the type of family that's not so white that you don't have more than like salt and pepper in the household you actually have a selection of spices to choose from for cooking uh you can do a uh yeah like a like a diagonally mounted shelving units that pulls out uh and ha you have access from both sides and you've got your spice rack uh or anything that would fit in a in in that kind of an orientation uh is 
is probably your best bet. Otherwise, yeah, you're just going to have to buy a divider and good luck. <laughs> that's about it. It's really, it's not the, it's not the space from the cabinets. It's the countertop that sucks because extending a countertop is not something that one just simply fucking does. I mean, especially if you, and it, and it doesn't matter what material it is either. If you're, if you're laminate or if you're granite or whatever, it doesn't matter. Adding to a countertop is, is you're going to have a seam. There's nothing you can do about it. Uh, and that's, uh, that's unfortunate, but, uh, but yeah, the, otherwise, yeah, you're just kind of, just kind of shit out of luck, really, on that one. It's just, uh, brutal. Uh, but as somebody who also had a range that didn't fit in the space that they had downstairs, I sympathize. Uh, Roran, happy 260. Oh, yes, it's episode 260. Thank you, Roran. Uh, have you guys watched Rings of Power yet? We just talked about that. No, we have not. We're waiting for that. Uh, he said, I'm a little apprehensive personally, but hopeful. I'm worried it may be, uh, it may go Game of Thrones on us. I'm assuming he's referring to, like, the ending of Game of Thrones. Also, uh, best cut of beef. All right, those two very different questions. Well, yeah, so we already talked about the Game of Thrones, or the, uh, Lord of the Rings thing. I don't think they're necessarily gonna go Game of Thrones. I'd be more concerned that just the consistency of writing is gonna be good. Um, and less about how they end it. That's my personal concern more than anything um because they don't have access to the the Silmarillion how you fucking pronounce that the Silmarillion Silmarillion I can't remember uh that's uh, uh it's a book they tried to uh, they tried to get license to it but the family uh Tolkien's family weren't giving it up and so a lot of what they've been writing here has to skirt around a lot of the stuff that's there even though the the material they're technically pulling from is from the era that would co be covered in that book and so, my concern was chiefly around how they were going to navigate those waters, and not so much, you know, oh, are they going to put a pitch black screen on and say that there's a, a battle happening, and then complain that everyone's TVs aren't tuned at home. Uh, that wasn't, uh, that wasn't high on my list of, of concerns. Um, best cut of beef, though. What's, what's your go-to, Mr. Black? You go to Sirloin. the steakhouse. Sirloin? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, uh, I'm a New York strip kind of guy myself. Um, fillets have no flavor. You have to add to it because it doesn't have any fat. So fillets are basically just a carrier. It's a texture thing more than anything because they don't carry really any flavor with them. You, that's why you tend to, when you get a fillet, you'll see like somebody put like a four and a half inch stick of butter on top of the motherfucker. Uh, that's like herb flavored, uh, or, or they'll have like a sauce that goes with the fillet because there's no fat there's no bone there's no nothing it's just it's a tender piece of meat that's a vehicle it's like tofu at that point uh whereas the new york strip you get that fat cap and you uh and it's it's closer to a bone and so you're getting bone flavor you're getting fat flavor uh and there's usually relatively decent marbling if it's not a completely cheap piece of shit uh throughout the steak so you, it, it tastes like steak that one tastes like steak and if cooked properly you know, it's not exactly a far cry away texture-wise from like a, a fillet. You know, it's not like you're it's not like you're breaking your jaw chewing uh, a New York strip. So, um, yeah, uh, it's also a really good way of telling whether or not the person cooking the steak at the restaurant knows what the fuck they're doing because it's more or less comes down to did they render the fat cap on the side of the steak? And if the answer is no, then they shouldn't be cooking steak, and you should probably not bother buying steak from there again. Uh. 
with your steak, Mr. Black, do you sauce it at all? Are you an onions and mushrooms guy? Do you just do it straight up? What what is your what is your 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 deal? Evolved over the years. Um, mm. I mean, when I was younger, I was a well done guy. Yep. Horrible. Um, shit. I you know might even add some ketchup on there. Uh, I mean, the upside to that is you could buy literally the cheapest cut of beef, and it wouldn't matter because it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> then when I hit about twenty five years old. I went down to medium rare, or sorry, um, uh, midwell. Medium or nope, midwell. midwell? Oh, oh, we're going to the whole gradient. Mm-hmm. All right. Went midwell. All right. Um, now I'm medium. Okay. Um, I will even eat uh, mid rare uh, mm. if it it just it depends on the place. Um, but I'm usually a go to medium guy. Um. Medium yeah. is safe if you don't know who's cooking the shit. That's that's it, right? So and it if you depends. don't know the quality of the steak that you're getting. Yes. Um, so I'm 98% of the time medium. If I'm somewhere really fancy and I'm paying a large amount of money for a steak, um, I usually go mid-rare. Um, yep. And sometimes even when I go mid-rare, it usually teeters on the medium side anyway. So it's yeah. not like... A, not the end of the world. I'll never eat a rare steak. It does not appeal to me. I'm, it's just not my thing. I don't give a fuck if people are like, oh, you know, you're an idiot for for eating medium. Suck it. I don't really give a shit. <laughs> How I, medium it's, is it, fine. Medium is still cooked. It, it's still, it's still not, it's not dried out or anything. It's just cooked all the way through. The temperature has just gone up. It tastes fine. The texture changes a little bit because of it. It's not the end of the world. And like we said, you know, it's safer if you don't know what's That's the it. quality of the steak and who's cooking it. If you know the yeah. quality of the steak and who's cooking it, and you're at, like Jeff said, fancy place, mid-rare, and if you're the guy that just likes to basically have the cow still alive, great. Well, you can you can just do you can do that too. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'm a I'm a medium rare guy myself. Uh, whenever the opportunity arises, if I'm at a place that I know, like I was saying, same same concept. Um, and uh, normally, I if I'm in a place where I can, where I don't think I can order medium rare, I just don't order the steak at all. I, yeah. I just avoid it altogether. Um, and uh, and yeah, and and I usually do like a little bit of steak sauce. I don't drown it. I just like to just like almost like sushi when you just touch the fucking like the uh the soy sauce you're just like fucking you're like breathing you're almost walking it past the soy sauce yeah that's 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 me with steak sauce i just want to hit of that like a because i like an hp or an a1 a vinegar mm. to cut the fat in the steak just a touch yeah so that i'm I, still getting mostly meat and then that's it i'm no sauce so my steak no sauce the only time i ever get a sauce is if i'm getting like a peppercorn steak and they got like some kind of like some seriously kind of heavy they, peppercorn yeah and yeah. I'll, I'll i'll have whatever they have but if i'm going and getting like you know wagyu or i'm getting a nice fucking cut oh, if i'm getting wagyu i'm not touching i'm not touching sauce touch, at all no fuck touch, no nothing right uh, it's a new york strip i'm not like well yeah. you know yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. so uh you know it, it yeah I, I would say 90 percent of the time i'm just the steak you know if the yeah. steak is cooked well enough and it's nice and juicy 
You can taste the steak. I don't need. I don't need. Some no people sauce. get nuts to get like blue cheese sauce and stuff. Which at which point you're not tasting anything but blue cheese. No, I feel like it's a waste of money unless it's a dog yeah. shit cut of a steak that you're just Although paying you, five dollars for at the grocery store. You know, you you do see you do see fillets with blue cheese a lot because again, fillet doesn't taste like anything. So you're just basically like you, you the texture at that point. Um, but d- don't buy fillet. You're wasting money. That shit's like 1980s fancy restaurant shit. Don't fuck with yeah, that. No. Yeah. Uh, would you rather, Caldir asks, would you rather be stuck in hell for an a, for an eon with Doom Slayer powers, meaning the Doom guy? Would you rather be stuck in hell, but you're the Doom guy? Uh, or have to live in a survival world like Valheim for the rest of your life, just as a normal person? <laughs> uh, I'll go Valheim. You're going Valheim on that I'm one? I'm going Valheim on that one. Shit, I'm going, I'm going to hell as the Doom guy. That sounds crazy fun. That dude canonically survives anyway. You're just fucking shit up with a chainsaw and a rocket launcher for a while. Yeah, yeah that shit right. would get a hella old, man. I just <laughs> could do that for eternity, man. I mean, for for like a, you know, period of All time, I, sure. You man, give me forever. Doom 2 shotgun, double barrel shotgun, and I hear that sound every time? Mm. I'm All good right. for a while. That's the great. That's one of the greatest guns in gaming, by the way. The Doom Two shotgun, double barrel. Um, Yano asks a couple of questions, but first off, he says, "Flying cars, yay or nay?" Nay. Bro, I can't trust people on the ground, let alone no. fucking flying. No. Uh. And then this follow-up question is, "What's the most addicting thing for you guys? Where does your addictions catch you?" I get, I go through waves where certain foods, even if they're terrible for me, junky foods and stuff, I can't stop it. Like recently I got, like I I went for like a month without getting any ice caps at Tim Hortons after like a drop M off at work. I'm tired. I just finished at the house. I'm going to stream for like until two in the morning. I get an ice cap. It's, it's not about the caffeine. It's literally just 400 grams of sugar that gives me a fucking Mm. sugar rush. My heart rate doing 410 beats per minute. Uh, fucking skipping beats and shit, probably killing me, but I buy it every time anyway. Uh, cause I just, it's there, it's, it's, it's synthetic shit that just my brain wants. And so like, I'll get on a kick like that or chips. Like I haven't had Miss Vicky's mm. in ages, but the moment I buy oh, one bag and it hits yeah. right. It don't even come to my house anymore, man. No, you can't. It. I can't do it. You can't. I mean, so, my like, stomach would scream at me too. Like if I was just, nah, they're, they, they're not allowed in here anymore. Yeah, that's that that one. So that one's a bit I'm rough gonna for go, me. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with energy drinks, man. Um, mm. You know, have you been fighting the urge recently? I had one today, man. I'm not gonna oh. lie to you. I had one today. I wouldn't even necessarily call it an addiction, but like uh, an unhealthy habit. Yeah, it's kind of like people with coffee. You know what I'm saying? Sort of the same deal. I I, I guess maybe I'll just circle around and just call it caffeine probably yeah. the better thing to do because i either gotta have an energy drink or coffees during the day or like i get headaches and everything else right and um so it is kind of unfortunately a bit yeah, of i guess addiction. it's kind of an addiction yeah, <laughs> yeah i guess yeah, i'm probably just point. gonna go i'm probably just gonna say caffeine in general <laughs> yeah 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 that's a it, that's a tough one man when you when your tough. body gets used to caffeine the headaches Thankfully, they don't last for like a long. So, like, if you're getting off it, you get like a week. Yeah, where it's mine bad. lasts about three days. Yeah, three days. I'm like, 
usually yeah, back I'm pretty on good track. after I'm back on track. But those three days, huh. them headaches. It's they the energy level it's is just, also yeah. just like because your body's like, oh, I don't need to be energetic. I've got coffee coming, and then it doesn't show up, and your body's like, excuse me, yeah, I have to actually be energetic now. Um, Gownson asks, uh, we usually think of time periods as defined by great historical events. What such event do you think, or uh, do you wish, will define? The next 50 years. Oh. What event do you think or wish, this could be two different things, uh, depending, I suppose, will define or be the, 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 the defining moment of the next 50 years? Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go, I'm going to go with uh, the discovery of life outside of humans okay. so like an alien some kind of whether it's life that we see on another planet now are we talking about like sentient type life or are we talking any, about just like a like as an organism that's in the water on a planet i think somewhere? any type of life at all like i okay. think we i think we get pretty much the same almost not quite the same but i think we get a very similar reaction whether we saw an alien, an intelligent alien life form that could like, you know, mm. think and, and communicate um, as what we would if we saw some kind of creature from another planet. I think it would be a very similar um, thing because if that thing exists, then people can then completely believe that some kind of other life form or, you know, a, an intelligent life form would exist. Obviously, there would be a bigger impact if something flew to Earth and was like, hey, <laughs> yeah, what the yeah. fuck is up? Opposed to, you know, us discovering something with a telescope or, you know, some sort of spacecraft that sees something in space or on a planet um, that doesn't seem threatening, but it, it does exist. But I think that would change. I mean, it would change the it would change us forever. But it would it would probably um, I guess for the next fifty plus years it would allow us it would probably motivate us to try and dump more money and resources into um, figuring out more um, trying to solve certain mysteries um, I think it would bring us together as a as a as a humans that would be the hope um, anyway as we hope. A unification, um, yeah, be- yeah, like to some degree, right? Where it's like, okay, like, yeah, okay, we might be all separated to a degree here, but when you see something that isn't us at all, like that nobody can relate to, um, then I think there would be some some level of camaraderie that would happen, uh, some human spirit thing. So, I, I'll go with that. Uh, man, there's a list of things that you could choose from, both positive and negative. Um. And all, you know, all of it depends on, like, kind of just how you're looking at things anyway. Uh, Alright, so I'll start with this one. I'll say, I'll say in the next 50 years, uh, the defining moment will be, uh, will be, uh, Oh.
the 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 shift away from fossil fuels probably the next the next wave of of what is the primary energy source for most developed nations in the next 50 years the continued research or the continued pushing for nuclear and then uh you know the fission versus fusion um and what that and what those implications are probably that i think another one might be the 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 jumping off point for artificial intelligence becoming like the 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 real dawn of like proper artificial intelligence not just the thing that everyone complains about that's ruining art but like the a, a dawn of a form of artificial intelligence that's actually like going to change modes of life and production uh and probably herald in the next wave of like what does the workforce even look like for developed nations uh just like with the industrial revolution i think the artificial intelligence revolution is going to be the thing that like one or two generations get fucked as we try and figure out what the workforce looks like you know how many people what what are jobs even going to be when we start to get to a point where more and more of it's automated uh Cool. Yes, for one, Adam. Not not seventeen. I know. You gave two. Those are the Let's those go. are my those are my two. Those are my two. <laughs> you sneak the last one in there. The collapse of the United States of America. There you go. <laughs> uh, Mark Furry asks, "What would Nan think?" I don't even know what this is supposed to be referenced to. What would she think? Probably a good time to get out. It's probably what she thought. <laughs> it's probably. It's probably the probably a good time to dip. <laughs> it's probably about the right time to get the fuck out of here. Uh, it was probably the uh, the what would go through her mind. I would say. Um. Seth asks, uh, "It's been a hell of a week. When was the last time you had stomach convulsing laughter?" Okay, so real gut buster. When's the last time you you laughed so hard your stomach hurt? Uh, laugh so hard my stomach hurt. Um, bro, I don't remember. I mean, I I mean, I've laughed, but to the point where my stomach is like hurting, like where it's just like it's uncontrollable, bro. It's uh, the world's a dark place and not overly enjoyable for the last god knows how long so i don't remember <laughs> what the last time that i had genuine True. like straight up um uh, uncontrolled laughter maybe For that's me, sad maybe i'm just a miserable asshole but uh I, I think you're probably in pretty good company on that one um i think for me uh st- when it when like when stuff gets me laughing like that it's usually something that just come like comes out of left field it's never something like I'm expecting to catch me funny and it's often like I'm I'm overtired or my or I, you know I'm just in a certain headspace and so things will just strike me as funnier than they even should be and I but like I think some sometimes too when you start laughing you're laughing really hard I think at least for me there's a point where I'm laughing and I keep going and I recognize that I really do think this is hilarious and I'll just buy into it and I'll just let it fucking go and I'll just like uh, like my voice changes I'm crying everything just gets fucked <laughs> like that like and, like at that point and to the point where and I know that like 
people in the room are probably like, why is this so funny? And I just don't care. Because it's like, some people were like, oh, I don't want to laugh too much and it, like be look weird and shit. Fuck that noise. You get to laugh that hard once in you like a it, fucking man. year. You do it. You just, you just, you just get you into that shit. It, man. You just like, let's go. And so I would say the last one I can remember anyway was probably about four, four or five months ago now. Uh, and Em and I were laying in bed. It was at night, uh, you know, uh, and I was just doing my like, you know, um, reading on my phone or scrolling socials, uh, before bed. And, uh, and I can't remember what it was posted in a response to. Can't remember to save my life. I just remember that it was the gif that was the the scene in The Fresh Prince where it was the basketball game and it's like the countdown buzzer beater and the the coach's game plan was just get the ball to Will and Will's supposed to take the last shot and instead the ball gets kicked out to like Carlton at the half court and he has the opportunity to pass it to Will and doesn't decide to take the shot himself <laughs> and he fires it up and it's slow-mo as shit and he's... He's so, his face is so hopeful and he's got his hand up like the, and it's slow motion, the ball, the whole way. And it cuts back and forth between his face and Will and fucking everybody's watching in the room as this ball's going in the air. And then it cuts to the final scene and the ball's going towards, but the camera's just at the right angle to make you believe that could have a chance. And then it fucking misses the entire backboard, fucking hits the back wall of the stadium. And it, like the, the slow-mo stops that shit kills funny. me uh, and once in a while if i see it and i haven't seen it in a while it yeah. always makes me laugh hard and that night i was like overtired i wasn't expecting it it just popped up i saw it i was explaining it to to m as to why it was so funny to me at the time and in in, in explaining it it made it even funnier to me and i just i was crying i was crying laughing and for like 40 minutes it was a long time like i couldn't stop and i'd stop for like a minute two minutes and then it would just creep back up and i like i'd think about it and it creep back up and i'd see it, carlton's face in my head and i just start crying again just laughing I just, it was the funniest fucking thing i've ever seen so uh yeah I, and and it was made funnier by what it was in response to but i can't remember for the life of me what it was but that was probably the last time i had a gut a gut buster um uh, mark furry asks are you prepared to have a dude on your money Oh, in reference to the fact that the queen has just passed, and now, uh, and now uh, it's a uh, it's a king in in her place now, and and then evidently is likely going to be put on a, on one of our bills um, in the in the not too distant. Sure, I guess I can't remember the last time I looked at a bill. Yeah, uh, it's been a while. I don't carry I don't cash very often anymore. Once in a blue moon. I don't give a shit who's on the money to be. To be frank, Canadian dollar, Canadian money changes like once every like fucking five years. Like they, they, they just the whole like everything gets uh, an update. Uh, and so yeah, I, I, but like I might carry, I might carry sixty dollars in my pocket or in my wallet at most at any given time, and it's like a split of different bills, like. Uh, like, uh, two twenties, a 10, couple fives. Yeah. I usually have like, I usually get about $300 in cash and then like for the month and, and, and that's like what I'll have in my wallet. So like sometimes at the beginning of the month, so I'll have a few hundred bucks, but then by the end of the month, like I've got maybe 20 or 30 bucks in my, my wallet, depending on where I've been. It's usually just for like small things like grabbing energy drinks or getting 
food or whatever, um, or just to have cash on hand just in case I go to a place and you're like, oh no, or shit, it doesn't work or whatever. That's the only reason I have it now is like parking yeah. or like places that their card system's down or only carry cash. Like that's it. Yeah. Uh, this, everything else is tap. Yeah, I just tap, and tap, I usually tap, tap. my credit card for everything just so I can get points and shit too. Right? Exactly. So I'm just like whatever. That's right. Um. And last one, apparently, coming in from Super Kami Guru, who asks, what's a movie that no matter how many times you've seen it, it's always good? You know what? We just talked about it earlier. Rush Hour 1 and 2, no matter how many times I see those fucking movies, every time I laugh, every time they're funny. Good. They're good movies. They And, convert, and sort of related, Shanghai Noon and Shanghai Nights. Good movies, also, too. Also, fucking hilarious. Every time I watch them. I love them. Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker, Jackie Chan and Owen Wilson, both goaded fucking pairs that mm. are hilarious when they work together. Um, yeah, though, 100%. And then, like, ones we always mention as well, like uh, Last Samurai or yeah, I'm gonna uh, for go me, with, Gone uh, in 60 Seconds. Yeah, I'm going to go with... Um, uh, I'm going to go with Jingle All the Way, Christmas Time, Home Alone. <laughs> Those are those are just standards. Like I'll watch them once a year. The perennial holiday classic, Jingle All the Way. Yeah. Um, just rewatched from Dust Till Dawn there a couple weeks mm. ago. It was a good time. It's always a good movie. And Question: Now that you've mentioned that, sorry. Question: Now that yeah. you mentioned that. So you, I remember you mentioned that you were you were feeling a little iffy after watching Everything Everywhere All at Once as to whether or not it had supplanted. Uh, you Dust, Dust Till Dawn, Dawn as your favorite. Now that you've gone back and watched Dust Till Dawn more recently, what's your what's your feelings? Has they changed? Ooh. Is it still a battle of the titans at the top? Oh man, that's tough. Two different movies. Very different movies. Very different eras of film too. You know, I- I'm still I'm still gonna go it from Dust Till Dawn simply because it just holds more nostalgia for me, mm. and it just it just means more. I mean, my this is where my tattoo idea came from. Um, it just, you know, everything, everywhere, all once is just a better film, but, <laughs> um, my goodness, man, from dust to dawn just holds a place in my heart, but everything, everywhere, all at once, man, is in my top three is probably, it's probably going to go from dust till dawn, um, Shawshank redemption and everything, everywhere, all at once. This might be the trifecta. That's a good, that's a solid trifecta. Yeah. Shawshank, I haven't watched Shawshank in years. Oh, I should probably bro. watch it again. If Emma haven't seen it, man, you need to, you need to, you need to bust that out and watch that movie, man. It's amazing. Yeah, I'll have to ask her if she's seen it or not. But yeah, it's a, but it's drama, which is always hard to get her to watch because her entire life at work is dramatic and then she doesn't want anything to do with drama when she gets home. But the, it's a good movie. Now, I haven't seen it in a long, 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 long time. Um, I, you know what movie, you know, you always have associations with shit. You know what movie I always associate with Shawshank Redemption for whatever reason, the green mile. Every time I think Shawshank Redemption, the other movie that pops immediately into my mind is the green mile. Yeah, it makes sense. Which is also a A very good movie. movie. (laughs) Very good. Um, yeah, very good movie. Very sad film. You got to be ready for that shit. You don't just walk in casually watching the green mile. No. That shit fuck you up. You gotta be ready for Heavy. that shit. Especially since uh, uh, Michael Clark Duncan is, has passed. Yeah. Even harder to watch. 
uh, at this point. Uh, but that's it, ladies and gentlemen. That's all we got. That was the last question of the week, which means we're also done for this week. And so we will see you guys next time. Well, actually, I should correct myself. What day is it right now? This is the this is the eighth, right? You yes. won't see me next week. No podcast next week. I am away from my grandmother's internment. That is next week. So we are leaving uh, on podcast day early in the morning, and then I don't get back until later in the weekend. Uh, and so won't be here for that one. So next week, no podcast. Uh, and then we'll be back again the following week with more. And if the news cycle was anything like this week, means you probably won't miss a hell of a lot anyway. Uh, but thank you guys very much. We'll see you guys on the next one. Patreon.com slash lag TV if you want to financially support this bad boy, as always, and get in on that hot, hot tech support action. Until we see you on that next one, stay safe out there, and peace! Peace!